history is said to repeat itself. And while that may be all true, we at Birds of a Feather believe it also strikes back. And today, with us as its mouthpiece, it will strike you in the fields with its events and music. And, well, we're back, folks. Uh, Birds of a Feather, both, uh, both studios is uh, lit up again. Perhaps we are, too. We'll never tell. You know? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. No, we're not saying anything. <laughs> But if so, uh, we want them to know it's only in full compliance with state and local ordinances. Of course, of course. Of course, because we are, after all, the uh, goody two-shoes of indie rock radio. <laughs> you know we are. Especially Christina. <laughs> well, no one would say any different. <laughs> For this feature, we travel back in time to a particular year to review bands, music, charts, and pop culture for whatever randomly selected year it was. And last time, you were spared the 1970s, weren't you? Yes. But I'm terribly sorry, kiddos. All good things come to an end. So join me, dear folks, if you will, for a trip back to the uh, Stone Age, to a year I simply can't believe we haven't already covered, 1974. Ooh, good year. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, for some reason, uh, Spotify, I guess recognizing through their sophisticated algorithms, which enable them to uh, spot the dinosaurs among their subscribers, actually threw a bunch of 1974 albums in my face. Nice. And yeah, when I was struck by what an incredibly bountiful year of genius it was, and uh, that was just on the classic rock front. But let's see what else was going on, and uh, many of you were not uh, not in existence yet, but you'll be spellbound by the changes and the similarities, uh, and how history repeats itself and strikes back. When we look at 1974, that was the year when I turned uh, 13, actually. Oh, wow. So I recall a lot of it. Uh, not so keen on uh, what I had for breakfast this morning, but 1974, <laughs> hell yeah, I know Very all clear. about that. You know, All right, so what was going on in the world around that time? Stuff that really doesn't uh, impress as much as it might have done back then. The first recorded occurrence of sex tablets in the world oh. where all six babies survived. That's to wow. count. They all got to live for it to count, okay? <laughs> yeah, you can have as many babies as you want, but if a whole bunch of them die, it doesn't count. It doesn't you know? count. Uh, this was long before Octomom would come along and take oh. the title. You know. But uh, six babies. That was in uh, Cape Town, South Africa, uh, 74. Wow. And uh, there was this, uh, this was big news back then, too, for those of you who remember. This nonprofit philanthropic do-gooder organization called the Symbionese Liberation Army. Oh. And uh, the SLA, they just wanted all men to live in peace and harmony. Which obviously would necessitate committing a series of armed robberies. Mm. Duh. You know. Of course. Not to mention they're having murdered a school superintendent the previous year with cyanide-filled hollow-point bullets. That happens. For, uh, but why, though? For his shockingly fascistic proposal to issue, and I can hardly bring, him to bring myself to utter the words, school identification cards. What? I mean, six Semper Tyrannus, you know? I mean, seriously. I'm just saying. Uh, incredibly, this justifiable homicide had an adverse effect on their recruitment drive. So, <laughs> oh my God. so they came up with another brainstorm. Abduct an heiress to help sell the cause. Sure. And so. Uh, so Patty Hearst was kidnapped outside her apartment uh, in Berkeley. And there you go. We got to your celebrity spokesperson. Check, check, check. Tough year, though, for them in spite of that. Uh, massive two-hour shootout between them and the Los Angeles Police Department. Uh, mm. Leave six of them dead, including their leader. And, uh, you know, you know what happens when you play stupid games. So mm. uh, that was pretty much the end of that bunch. After a record 84 days in orbit, also, the crew of Skylab 4 returned to Earth. Mm. 84 days. That was a record back then. Skylab. Now it's like they go up and they kind of never come back we down. We never see you know? again. 
or at least for like a really long time. But Skylab itself was never meant to come down. Right. But a few of you who are, uh, are still around who might remember that in 1979, it started to do just that anyway. Skylab was falling. Yep. That was all the rage was, everybody was talking about. Yep. Lawyers were promising a slam dunk easy settlement if you were hit by a, a falling piece of the wayward celestial laboratory. Uh, fortunately, nobody was hurt by the unwelcome return of what was uh, supposed to end up as space junk. Yes. Basically. I mean, that, that's a real thing, space junk. And I'm fine with that, uh, personally. As, I mean, as, as huge as the oceans are, you still don't want to pollute them. Probably not. But space, kind of hard to give a fuck about that. <laughs> <laughs> space bucket. Do what you want you know, to do with it. I really it. don't give a shit about I space. I mean, just go ahead and throw it on up there. <laughs> Anything. But sometimes, unfortunately, what goes up must come down, which is what Well, sucks. that's what happens with Skylab, <laughs> anyway. And you have probably all seen the Army of the Terracotta Warriors, right? Well, sure. That was discovered in 1974. Oh, shit. You know, I know it was, you know, it's been around for a long time, but it was 1974. That was a big-ass deal back then. 1974, yeah. (laughs) This is a good one. The world population reached, are you ready for this, 4 billion people. Oh, my God. I mean, 4 billion. That's that's an intimate gathering of friends at a backyard (laughs) barbecue compared to today's, you know, 7.9 billion all of whom we project will be listeners to the show at this rate within a few weeks. Within a few weeks. Within a few weeks. If and we'll, not already. And when we record birds, we'll talk about the uh, the new listeners. Oh, everything. yes, okay. we will. Anyway, uh, India <laughs> detonated its first nuclear weapon. But to me, the real story is the project name. Under Project Smiling Buddha, <laughs> they uh, became the sixth nation to launch, uh, to uh, detonate a nuclear weapon. Well, if you're going to do it. I mean, Project Smiling Buddha, nuclear weapon, that goes together like peanut butter and jelly. Totally. I mean, Same. Just because you're detonating a weapon of mass destruction doesn't mean you have to be a gloomy Gus. I know? agree. Keep it, that sense of humor. That's right. And that's Keep what it the, light. That's what the Indians did in that Keep case. Keep it you know? light. And uh, this was uh, rather historic. This one really was historic. Also, not for billion, uh, U.S. President Richard Nixon resigned. I mean, that when was the last time you saw I'm that. not a crook. A president resigns? When was the last time you saw that? Uh, Pretty much then, yeah, <laughs> 1974, actually. Yeah, that was the last time. And of all the the, the things that came upon the scene, uh, People Magazine uh, published their first issue in the United States. People freaking magazine Damn. started. And who was it that graced the cover of the first ever People Magazine? Uh, Queen Mi- Elizabeth, I don't know. Mia Farrow. Oh, my. Who I only recently realized and, and came to grasp what a phenomenal actress she is. Uh, she's brilliant. Uh, but I didn't know that until about a That's unfortunate. And the UPC, Universal Product Code, is scanned oh. for the first time. Boop. There's, I mean, that's the that's way things way work. You yeah, know? that's it. And what was it to sell what? What was the momentous historic item heralding this new age? A package of Wrigley's chewing gum. Well, shit, that's a necessity. In Ohio. Now, before this, kiddos, they used to have a, to have a labeled gun. They had to use a label gun to manually change the prices of everything. P.S. When I worked in a grocery store back in the day, I had to hand label everything. Yeah, you see, the UPC hadn't caught on everywhere, hadn't and even Pumpkin was doing the price gun thing. Uh, that was uh, man. That's talk about the dark ages. The uh, in whether or not you're a sports fan or a boxing fan, which I'm not. Nope. Everybody knows about the Rumble in the Jungle, where Muhammad Ali knocked out George Cheeseburger, George Foreman, oh, yeah. in eight rounds to win, regain the heavyweight title. Uh, that was a big one. And in 1974, if you happen to be sitting at Madison Square Garden watching Elton John, you're already a happy camper. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, please welcome John Lennon. Oh, okay. shit. That's pretty surreal shit. Well, that would be his very last, it was a very rare public performance, and a last one for him, where oh. he did three songs with Elton John, including... Their number one hit, or his number one hit, that Elton John joined him on, uh, Whatever Gets You Through the Night. 
And that was the, uh, he would stick around. He would actually live six more years and enjoy a huge comeback as a solo artist. But that was his last time on stage. Wow. I have no doubt he would have gone back to the stage uh, in time. <clears throat> I have no doubt he would have gone back to the stage in time, but uh, that was it. And on a final and very dark note, Rubik's Cube was invented. That fucker. <laughs> Fucking thing. <laughs> I, mean, I spent way why? too many hours trying to solve it. Why end on that misery? I don't know. <laughs> but now TV, <clears throat> CBS Council Here's Lucy, which uh, ended a 23-year reign on television of Lucille Ball. Wow. New shows that went on the air. I don't want to make you envious or anything, but when you hear the new shows that premiered that year, wait till we get, and that's before we get to the music, too. Good Times and Happy Days, oh, same shit. year. There were just years where they killed shit, like 1966 and 1974. Good Times and Happy Days. So now you know why I'm so glad to have been born the way the time I was. Yeah, see, I would catch those on the rerun side. Yeah. yeah. But they that were great. Was, that was great. Uh, Little House on the Prairie, Chico oh. and the Man, Freddie oh. Prinze and uh, Jack Albertson. Yeah, that one, I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, Rockford Files, Police Woman. Kolchak, the Night Stalker, if you know, you know. A lot of folks out there are going, oh, hell yeah. And she's going like, what the fuck was that? What are you talking about? Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Hell yeah, man. Darren McGavin. Uh, It was also the end of the line for Flip Wilson, Dean Martin, Sonny and Cher, and The Partridge Family. Boo! Uh, Now, the movies, as you know, as I've told you probably once, twice, 400 times, my mother was a movie theater manager and uh, ended up managing like every movie in the entire Hudson Valley, every Damn. theater at one point or another. So I grew up in the movies watching whatever I wanted to watch as many times as I wanted. So 1974, I was 12 going on 13. So you know I was in that, my ass was in that movies a lot. All right, so what were the top movies? The era of the disaster movie was in full swing. Oh, shit. That was a big thing. Uh, as indicated by the top ten, number one movie, The Towering Inferno. Oh, Two, <laughs> this is the corniest bunch of schlock you ever saw, but they really packed together this epic cast and two studios and big budget and all that. Towering Inferno, the, uh, and Mel Brooks had two movies in the top ten in one year. Damn. Blazing, Blazing Saddles, Saddles and yeah. Young Frankenstein. Oh, shit. So it was the year Classics. of Mel Brooks. Earthquake, more disaster, with the only big star that wasn't in the Towering Inferno, Charlton Heston. (laughs) (laughs) And they tried to get him, I'm sure. They tried to get him. No, Heston was in it, but yeah, they tried to get him for the Towering Inferno. That's what I'm saying. They they had had McQueen, they had Newman, come on, you know. They had uh, Faye Dunaway. It's like, let's just throw everybody, uh, Richard Chamberlain. Holy shit. That was like the Poseidon adventure all over again. Seriously. And the trial of Billy Jack, and you either know or you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Billy Jack. Godfather Part 2, hey, what the fuck? uh? Godfather Part 2 was a biggie. Airport 75, again, more disaster movies. (laughs) And uh, a couple of movies that were remade, for better or for worse, uh, many years later. You might know the newer versions and the remakes of the next couple movies because some of you are young things and tender out there. The Longest Yard with a movie of absolute scumbaggery about loathsome people. Starring Burt Reynolds, it was remade starring Adam Sandler. Because when you look at Adam Sandler, the first thing that comes to your mind is football. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) And Murder on the Orient Express, which was, uh, that was uh, Agatha Christie, Hercule Mm -hmm. Poirot, the Belgian detective, played by Albert Finney back then. And now starring as Poirot and directed by Kenneth Branagh. uh, They made that and now they got a new one at Death on the Nile. Same, uh, same. uh, Very nice. Same thing going on. The Remake Express. And other notable flicks of that time. Uh, Chinatown. The Great Gatsby, which was also remade. Yes. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which unfortunately was also remade, you know. 
And of personal value to me, the uh, the Man with the Golden Gun, mm. 1974, uh, starring uh, as the title villain, Christopher Lee, who is notable, uh, well, for many years with horror uh, films. And those actors who are associated with horror films don't usually get anywhere beyond that. But Christopher Lee, however, who starred as Dracula from 1958 to 1974, ended up in three, not one, but three of the biggest film franchises of all time, Bond, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. It's like, Shit. how does that happen? You know? And Bond themes are also iconic. Uh, the previous one before this having been Live and Let Die, and then the next one was to be Nobody Does It Better. We got two magnificent songs. The one for this picture was sung by Lulu, much to the chagrin of some American boys we'll hear about in a little bit. All right. <laughs> and what you've all been waiting for, the music. A, ab- an absolutely huge event took place that even you young things in tender have heard about. California Jam oh, yeah. was held at the Ontario Speedway right here in good old California, attracting a quarter of a million fans and featured in order of appearance, Rare Earth, Earth, Wind & Fire, the Eagles, Seals and Crofts, who we just heard tonight yeah, at restaurant. Yeah. Black Oak, Arkansas, Black Sabbath, and oh yeah, and two more. Deep Purple, uh, who also set the stage on fire in the literal sense, actually. Literally. <laughs> Literally set on fire. Not the way the kids use it today, yeah. in the literal sense. Incendiary. Incendiary devices. Devices. <laughs> and uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Holy yeah. shit. And this is also the first music event filmed by the Goodyear Blimp. Oh, shit. A, uh, that is really cool. A uh, vehicle which uh, upon which I have actually ridden. Uh, yes, very cool, very cool. But, and it, I've and seen the photographic proof. S- there is proof of this, <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> never propose to anybody on the Goodyear blimp, because uh, eventually you come down to earth. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, much like Skylab. It's like Skylab. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Only nobody would nobody would uh, really be hurt if the Goodyear blimp came down on them, you know. Yeah, depends. Because... It could suffocate the shit out of you. Come yeah, on. Yeah, and there's a, there is kind of a basket there. There too. is kind of a basket yeah, situation. Yeah. Not gonna, it's not going to level a building or anything. No, yeah. but it will level a person. And of course, 1974 was a classic rock bonanza with albums such as Aerosmith's second, Get Your Wings, Bad Company's debut, oh. David Bowie, Diamond Dogs, what? Electric Light Orchestra, El Jesus. Dorado. Elton John's Caribou, and oh the title might not grab you, but you know the songs, The Bitch is Back, Don't oh, the yeah. Sun Go Down on Me. Come on. Um, Genesis, Lamb, uh, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Jeez. Can't win them all. Uh, Jethro Tull. <laughs> not with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I could get that by. Yeah, you can't, no. Jethro Tull, War Child. Uh, yeah. Several of these I actually have on vinyl, too, including Joni Mitchell, Court and Spark, Rush's debut without Neil Peart, the first yes. Rush album. Steely Dan, Pretzel Logic. Uh, what did you say? A travesty. A travesty. No. <laughs> it's got some good stuff on there. Well, I'm just saying without yeah. Neil Peart, I mean, well, it just, yeah. that's not Rush. It was Rush Light. They were a good band, though. Yeah, yeah. they were good. Super Tramp, Crime of the Century, Robin Trower, Pigeon Size. And now, Stevie Wonder, fulfilling this first finale. Uh, fuck. Say that three <laughs> times fast. Fulfilling this first finale. <laughs> Uh, in which I did not know this about him, that he uh, played at various times. He played bass and drums yeah. and keyboards, of a course. instrumentalist And the backing vocalists on this, a guest backing vocalist, included Minnie Ripperton, Denise Williams, the Jackson Five, oh my God. and Paul Anka. Oh, that yeah. That guy had yeah. some clout. Holy shit. Still does. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's a legend. He's a legend. He, he might have taken a little ribbing in the movie High Fidelity. But, well, I uh, will say, but you know, the hair choices, these are all concerns. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and a personal overlooked favorite, uh, Uriah Heep, Wonder World, Bachman Turner Overdrive, Not Fragile. Oh. You either know or you don't know. Yeah, no one Eagles wants to on know. the Border. And 
Uh, Eagles on the border, and uh, Deep Purple, Mark Three appeared with Coverdale and Hughes and put out two albums that one year, Burn and Stormbringer. I did not hate that dual uh, no. lead thing. I did not no, hate no. that. Two amazing vocalists. Yeah, and having uh, Blackmore still there, everything was just great. You know? Come on. And that was not the only doubleheader either. Kiss came out with their self-titled album, or eponymous. <sighs> if I if it wanted to sound literate, I'd say eponymous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hippopotamus album. Uh, you and can't win them all. Their second album, Hotter Than Hell, and Queen released not only Queen 2, but Sheer Heart Attack. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, we love that one. Which contains the line about uh, down in the hoop, down in the city just hoopling me. Well, that's with Mop the Hoople. They also released an album called The Hoople. <laughs> and a couple of my personal faves, Rolling, uh, the Rolling Stones. The last album with Mick Taylor, It's Only Rock and Roll. And yes, their only album with keyboard ace Patrick Moraz... The incredible relayer, and it's one of those you either get it or you don't. It's a oh, it's a you get it. Phenomenal. Everybody I, loves it. I certainly record, get right? it, but I mean, you know, I'm still Wakeman all all the way. Yeah, and the last of six albums by Alice Cooper, the band, when it was a band, uh, which is called Muscle of Love, and yeah, the oh. the title track is every bit as puerile as it sounds. Oh. And the original, the title was called was Respect for the Sleepers, and that's good. It, it, the version appears with the box set. Much better uh, than a song about reading Dad's girly mags and whacking off in the bathroom. Mm. You know, I mean that just doesn't quite work for me. Commonplace. That's just <laughs> me though. And uh, the ab- the album also contains a song called "The Man with the Golden Gun." Oh yes, even the shortest memory will recall that we were talking about that a minute ago. This they wrote this song figuring the biggest band in the world did a song about the assassin. The new Bond film is named after, and how could the producers pass on that? I would pass. Well, they did, yeah, alas. Yeah. <laughs> so, now <laughs> I that, think they made a good choice. <laughs> I think they made a good choice. Now, actually, it's kind of a draw. I do like the Cooper version. It's yeah, yeah. not a draw. <laughs> Can't win them all. She's, she knows not of which she affirms. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and that's all very highfalutin for sophisticated album rockers. But what about the radio fair for the great unwashed? Well, as you, she's over here going, like, what do you say? What are you saying? Well, <laughs> well <laughs> it's too much saying? high fidelity, you know, too much high fidelity. Oh, well, that's my defense. Yeah. No, no. Well, you know, as it so happens, even the hoi polloi had an abundance of genius and class heaped upon their unworthy heads. So let me say at the outset, uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. Just, I mean, there there will be more. There will be more. Yeah. yeah. Just, let uh, it, just let it rip, man. Uh, I, <laughs> I have a video now of the, the, the show, the Midnight Special, with the performance highlights from 1974. <laughs> I remember watching it and endlessly tormenting poor Christina with clips <laughs> while she was, like, trying to serve some actual purpose in the world and do some work. There was, they were fucking awesome. They were, but they she, were was, so good. she was actually trying to, you know, <laughs> occupy some real place in the world, you know. Is that, that, that's quite common with us, actually. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Now, we're talking 1974. Let me uh, pause for a moment to do a little bit of math here. How many years is that? Boop, 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 that's boop, boop. 50, no, 40, what the fuck? 48 years. 48 years. 48 <laughs> years ago, and watch how many of these songs the pumpkin knows. And not all of them because they were remade by um, other artists in the her, her hipster generation. <laughs> Because oh <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows the original, Barbara Streisand, and I'll just start singing. You just join me if you can. All right. Memories 
Light the corners of my mind. It'd be like four o'clock in the morning before we got to the end of that incredibly fast-paced song. Of the way we were. It's actually nice though. Yeah. It's very pretty, but it's like seven hours long. It, well, yeah, exactly. It can, have, song. it can have two verses and still be an hour and a half long. It's, it's like the endless ninja crawl. Just come on. Now, the name Terry Jacks might not ring a bell, or it might, but everybody knows we had joy, we had fun, we, we had, had seasons, seasons in the sun. sun. That's all I know. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know. It's easy for a black hearted cynic to mock the pop melody. Not that you were doing that, but people who would. But honestly, if you ever want to make yourself cry, just read the lyrics it's to this song. It's a great song. And have hankies at the ready. That's right. Or you're a complete black-hearted villain. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good thing you're not judging or <laughs> Not anything. judging no, anything. No. And one of the clips that Christina's work was disrupted with, uh, one of the early ones, was by the great uh, Native American band Redbone, Come and Get Your Love. Come and get, get your, your love. love. Bow, Come and get your love. Hey, hey, what's the matter with you? It's, it's a great song. I don't song. know. <laughs> but everybody knows the song. It's great. It's absolutely great. It's a great song. And the good old Jackson 5 oh. with Dancing Machine. She's dancing, a dancing, 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 dancing. She's a dancing machine. <laughs> there it is. I was like, I don't have that. Automatic, systematic. Uh, I see they, the dance. Uh, yeah, do, she's do, a dance, dance, do, dance, do, dance, do, dance, do. dancing machine. Watch it. So good. Oh, so, so good. So good. All right. And the next one is a cover. Grand Funk Railroad. Some of my favorite boys from way back when. The Locomotion. Everybody's doing, doing a brand new dance, dance now. now. <laughs> Thought I could sl- slip in a drink there, you know. The locomotion, yep. Grand Funk Railroad with a uh, bringing the bringing the fifties back to life. Why not? I, or, I think that was the fifties. It's Little Eva. Well, yeah. Then then Kylie Minogue. Don't let's just pretend that didn't happen. Oh, that's true. Yes, that's Horrid. right. Yeah. Horrid. And uh, Ray Stevens, the uh, king of the novelty song, until Weird Al Yankovic came along, and then me after that. You yeah. uh, the streak. <laughs> you probably don't know that one. A song. Of, see. Streaking was this thing back then. People were just running around naked in public places, mm. and it was just all the news. So he wrote a funny song about it. Today. All right, then. And a song from a 1973 album, one of Elton John's two, Benny and the Jets. Benny and the Jets. Interesting thing about that, a little trivia about that song. It was played, he performed it on Soul Train. That and David Bowie's doing fame on Soul Train. Well, sure. It was kind of a segregation thing. They were the only white artists who ever played on that show That's what I'm talking about. Which is like... That must have been before Casey. I mean, surely, um, well, surely he's been on there. Yeah. I would hope. But, but that's a great show. Too. It was so a great, great show, too. Show. Oh. And there'll be nowhere to really sing it well, but uh, somebody should be singing the praises of Cool and the Gang's Jungle Boogie. Jungle Boogie. Jungle Boogie. Get down, get down. Get, get down. down. And then there's this like so horn, good. like an elephant trumpet. Went, went. Get Love down. it. Oh, it's so, so good. Perfect song. Cool and the Gang. Maria Muldaur. This was also on the uh, on the video that I tormented you with. Midnight at the Oasis. Oh, okay. uh, good song. Now that is a sexy song. It is, yeah. Midnight it's a good at the Oasis. It's a nice song. I mean, not this wet pussy bullshit from today. That's a sexy song. What's well, a sexy song? But the other one that I think is really sexy, it doesn't get enough play, is the is the Donna Summer song. Which one? Shit. And you were going to ask me that. You were going to. You're just going to go there. <laughs> uh, um, dim all the lights. No, no, no. no. It's um, that's a sexy song. It is a sexy song, but 
she's kind of moaning. What is it? Um, I feel love. Not no. the one you did. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> There's the other one. Fuck. Why well, can't I remember it? Come on, it's super sexy. Love to love you, baby. Oh, the first. Love yeah, that was like the first you, one. That was the one. Yeah, ex- yeah. I, but I mean, I mean, it's pretty obvious what I'm we're s- talking about. I'm sorry, the Oasis is uh, sexier. Yeah, I don't have that, but that's cute. I like it. And there'd be no way to sing the stylistics, you make me feel brand new. But you know what I mean, right? Yes. God bless you. You make me feel brand new. Well done. <laughs> no, I, my, my voice is breaking. You know why? Because we were out dinner talking, well and then my voice is just shut. Um, Jim Stafford, Spiders and Snakes. I love that one. Love that one. I tried to get you to do that one live. We'll still do it, but we yeah, haven't. So. It, we had, it's called COVID, and it yeah. corrupted shit. That's a pretty weak excuse. The fact that everything was closed. You know. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we are getting out to, kara- we are getting out to karaoke sometimes yeah, these days. so soon. we're going to have to work on that. David Essex, rock on. Yeah. You know the one? Yeah. Yeah. Rock on, blue jean, baby queen, prettiest girl i ever seen. Yes, yes. Jimmy Dean. James Dean. That's a badass song. Covered by Blondie. Yeah, great Covered song. Covered by a million people. Uh, John Denver, Sunshine on My Shoulder. No idea. <laughs> You're joking, right? No. Sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. No, I love John Denver. I, I, I don't thought know you that were song. completely joking. I no, I don't know, know that song. All right, then. Uh, Blue Magic Sideshow. You probably don't know that one. No. Sideshow begin. Okay. Anyway. No idea. Blue Suede, a cover of Hooked on a Feeling. Now, you might be familiar with the original book, which is like B.J. Thomas, I think. I think This so. one starts with the ooga-shaka, ooga-ooga, ooga-shaka, ooga I hate that. I can't stop this. But the fact that he's singing while that's going on is very fresh. Nothing like the original. It is. I think it's pretty clever. And I admit, it's a jungly feeling, kind of like uh, the I Natives like are it. Restless. You know? I don't like that version. I like the Natives are Restless, but I don't like that and other one. And every once in a while, you just got to have one of those sad ballad type things. Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods, Billy, Don't Be a Hero. No idea. Oh, wow. It's one of those sad ballad type things. What can I say? Gotcha. Paul McCartney and Wings, Band on the Run, Band classic. Band on the Run. Jailer Man, Sailor Sam, classic. Stuck inside these four walls, hell yeah. All right, Jim Croce, Time in a Bottle. Beautiful, beautiful. John Denver, Annie's song. Okay. Oh, now we're talking. Okay, there we go. Uh, Let's see. You fill up my senses like a night in a forest. (laughs) I'm like, wait, what is the next one? I knew it. That song kills me. Our girl, ONJ. Let me be there in your morning. Let me be there in your... Nice, big, soulful oh. kind of vocal thing. Very, very well done. Gordon Lightfoot. Gotta love this. Sundown. Sundown, you better take care. No? Oops, okay. So. The audience is going, bitch, what's wrong with you? Oh, they better not fucking <laughs> no, be doing she that. She has an excuse. She's young. It's okay. Gosh. She's young. I've got a lot of these fucking things. Amazing. And I knew you would. And I knew this all I mean, along. come on. Paul Anka, having my baby. It's okay, kind of, that song is the worst yeah. song ever. Come on. That is a cringe fest. No I'm not saying that you shouldn't it. celebrate, but why do you have to commit it to song? Yeah, just, yeah. There are things that's like TMI, yeah, you know, it's just I like mean. just uh, Ringo Starr cover with uh, Your 16. You probably heard 15 versions of that, yeah, not probably. his. Yeah, uh, probably. Olivia Newton John, once again. If you love me, let me know. It's the same oh, kind of yeah. big, big chord. Beautiful I stuff, like though. It. I love Uh-oh. it. Uh oh, your good, <laughs> your pal share. 
one of some one of a gypsy type thing. It's gonna be a hard pass. Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oh, beautiful. Best thing that ever happened to me. Oh no, you'd know it if I sang it, but I can't. All right, you should. Now, another kind of kind of seductive song. Feel like making love, and and as soon as I see the words, I'm thinking Bad Company. Uh, It's not Bad Company. It's Roberta Flack. You know. Oh well, the Bad Company one totally gets me. Feel like making love. Yeah, the Bad Company one is great. It's super hot. Yeah. Uh, Billy Preston, the man, a great guy, great musician, played with the Beatles, played with the Rolling Stones, uh, had some uh, great hits of his own, and one of them was Nothing From Nothing. Mm, nothing uh, From a Nothing Leaves Nothing. nothing. That, and uh, Will It Go Around you In Circles, that was my favorite. Yeah. Good old Billy. Um, the Carpenters. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. I'm on the top dun, dun, of the world dun, dun, looking down on creation and the only explanation I can find. Yep, the yep, car. Yep, yep, there see? it is. And a song you've probably been completely unable to escape in your whole life about a fellow who's known alternately as a space cowboy, uh, as woo, a gangster woo. of love. And some inexplicably Maurice. Oh, yes, Steve Miller Band, The Joker. Out. Yeah, oh, that song. <laughs> if I never heard it again. <laughs> I had a feeling you weren't going to be a fan. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. Three Dog Night had a great uh, hit with a Leo Sayer song called The Show Must Go On. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful tune. And the Hughes Corporation with Rock the Boat. Now, everybody knows Rock the Boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat, I think. Ever since our <laughs> voyage of love began. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. A lot of fun to listen to, a lot of fun to sing. And I just love the fact that this group was first presented to the world in the motion picture Blackula, <laughs> which, <laughs> oh, according to the characters on Psych, the one guy says, the other guy, I told you we were the only ones in the world besides Quentin Tarantino who remembered Blackula, <laughs> but I'm a big Blackula fan. You know, He is. Uh, I can yeah. confirm this as they well. They appear in the first Blackula movie. Uh, they do a couple of tunes. It's very cool. And then they became big hit, hit makers with this song. Brownsville Station, Smoking in the Boys Room. You probably, you young things probably know Motley Crue's That's version. That's correct. But this was the original. Now uh, teacher, don't you feel uh, with your rules? Because everybody, everybody knows, knows that smoking ain't allowed in school. What are you doing it for, you fool? Okay. <laughs> uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, big, big time for him. Living for the city. Living just oh. enough. Just enough for the city. Ah, oh, the oh. old Stevie stuff is so good. So good. Another another ballad, another one of those story songs, sad, only this one isn't that sad ballads. Paper Lace, The Night Chicago Died. Anything? Oh, yeah. There you go. Now, we, this, is, this is Billy Don't Be Hero, only yeah. it was bigger. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. One of the few songs, and I, I love it for this reason, one of the few songs that actually presents law enforcement in a positive light on the, the rest of the fucking heathens and rock who always talk about bad stuff about the cops. This one is actually... I don't know if it's a rock. <laughs> I think it's different kinds of heathens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like the SLA would one day have later, many years later, Al Capone's gang's having a bad time in the song The Night Chicago Died. Very good yeah, stuff. Yeah, pretty bad. Waterloo by You Know Who. Waterloo. Steely Dan, Ricky, don't lose that number. Ugh. Ricky, ugh. don't lose that, that number. No. There's no ugh, Steely it's the Dan. Only yeah, that song, that song is cringeworthy. I'm sorry. Carly Simon, Mockingbird. Mock. 
Yeah, it was uh, with James uh, Taylor, I believe. Uh, mm. Joni, if, if this is one of those, if the only song Joni Mitchell ever did, I would still ever help me. I love that song. Beautiful, beautiful. song. Beautiful. Her, song. she's an amazing lyricist. <laughs> oh my god, her lyrics just break oh, me. Didn't feel good just sitting there talking or lying there not talking. Didn't feel good. Now that's a sexy song. That's another one. Now again, <laughs> shit, I, I won't repeat it, but the songs that I try but fail miserably. <laughs> miserably. Anne Murray, yes, Anne Murray, who was named in the Blame Canada song. Uh, <laughs> he did not say that. He did say that. <laughs> uh, had a hit with a Beatles cover, You Won't See Me. Very nicely done. Yeah. Nicely done. Uh-oh, Barry, who's going to try to do Barry White? Oh, no, no, going to give you up. Uh, anyway, Barry White. Yeah, I'm not going to try. He was, on, he was on that 74 special, too, so uh, Pumpkin had been. to see. Yes, he, he should have been. Uh-oh, Rufus. Tell, tell me something, something good. good. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell, tell me that, that you love me. me. Yeah. yeah, Shaka Khan and Come Rufus. On. Come on, folks. You're missing Anything out if you Chaka's haven't. Anything in, I'm in. Yeah, you got to hear this one. And one of the golden, one of the most golden voices of anybody's ever had ever to me, Helen Reddy. Lovely. Uh, you and me against the world. I, who could dare to try to sing that? I know? won't. You and me against the world. Oh, I guess you just, were going to try yeah. to say, there you go. Yeah, that was, see, I'm demonstrating why nobody wants to do that. Oh, here. my God. <laughs> <laughs> and Cool and the Gang, again, again, another masterpiece for the ages, Hollywood Swinging. Oh, oh, shit. I love Cool and the Gang. Excellent, excellent. All right. Uh, ready for certain Orange County noses to be turned up at the mention of this next song Bachman Turner Overdrive taking care of business I'm out <laughs> check please alright well how about Golden Earring Radar Love dun, 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 no that's dun, great dun, 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 I like Golden on Earring that on the wheel. Golden Earring is cool there you go one of my personal favorite singer songwriters of all time Cat Stevens Oh, very young, what will you leave us this time? I mean, I got nothing to say bad about any of his stuff. Yeah. He's amazing. Helen Reddy's back. Ruby Redress, Leave Me Alone. Ah, oh, brilliant stuff. What a, what a time it was. Goodbye, Yellow Road, title song from the previous year's album. Elton John was knocking them dead in 74. And here's one you might know. Just If, you, if I could simulate the opening bars, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Boom. For the love of money, the OJ's money. Classic, classic stuff. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Eric Clapton having it with yeah Bob Marley. Uh, Bob Marley, I believe. Wait. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I said like that. I shot the sheriff, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Paul McCartney Wings, Jet. Uh, they're just killing it. <gasps> oh, that I love that. Beautiful. Elton John, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Oh, man. Oh, my God. The Clemson. Oh. Uh, I can't lie. No more of you, darling. Uh, of course, the uh, covered later on by uh, George Michael. Brilliantly or sung with George, George Michael. Michael. Beautiful. No lyrics to Tubular Bells. Uh, <laughs> she said something about this the other night, and I can't remember what it was. I hate that song because it, it terrifies me because of... Don't even pretend because it's the Exorcist song, and I'm fucking out. That's one of the most terrifying movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, at the time, it was super scary, and that is a creepy piece of music. I still can't watch it. I honestly... I know Mike Oldfield is a legend. I don't know hardly any of his stuff, but he's known as a guitar player, and that's not a guitar song. No. So it's, it's, I mean, it's... If I could separate it from the movie, it's brilliant, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. Now, 
I'm not so jaded. I'm not so cool that I can't give it up for Donnie and Marie. When I love Donnie and Marie. I'm leaving it all up to you. Remember this one? You decide what you're going to do. You don't remember it? I do, but do I, I was enjoying the moment we had here. Uh, they, uh, I don't know if that was uh, the year they had the TV show or before or after, but it was a cool time. I Interesting those. trivia. I did see them at the Arizona State Fair. Damn, that would be awesome. It was really cool. Good. I was really young. Wow, I'd love to see all the the, the Osmonds themselves. You know, I no, I just it was yeah. just Donnie and Marie. Yeah, Don, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Donnie did uh, smoke on the water with like you know. That's unfortunate. Oh shit! <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> now he might be known for producing great classic albums for a number of people like Meatloaf, Grand Funk Railroad, or the Tubes. But Todd Rundgren is, of course, a genius recording artist in his own right, but you don't usually see him on the charts much. No. However, hello, it's me. Uh, <laughs> you're not laughing at this beautiful song, are no, you? No, I love it. Yeah. I just love that that Todd, that's the thing that got him on there, and it should have been. It's brilliant. Yeah, I it, it is. I mean, he knew exactly what he was doing. Actually... But he has lots of music that oh, people yeah, don't know. Yeah. I mean, he, he's contributed so much to so many he people. He really has. Uh, and uh, his own work is overlooked. The Utopia. Yes, I mean, I, that's know, what yeah. I'm saying is people don't even know. Uh, and a song by another Blame Canada band, The Guess Who, exhorting us to put our hands together and clap for a certain radio personality known as The Wolfman. Oh, clap yeah. for The Wolfman. He's going to rate your record high. He sure is. <laughs> Good, fun song. I mean, if you don't like that, I'm sorry. You need to lighten the fuck up. You know, can... <laughs> There you have it. And that's the end of our show, folks. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, either that or you just have a difference of opinion. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> that's different. Yeah. Yes. Never mind. I mean, it we... could be that. You Show's know? back on. Sorry about that. that. Yeah. Uh, Jim Croce, again, with the, with the ballads, I'll have to say I love you in a song. Aww. Very sweet. Very sweet. And our girl ONJ is back. <laughs> Damn, she was busy. More wafy whispers. She wasn't belting it out yet, or the wafy whispers were working. They so, work. I love you. I honestly love you. And I honestly loved revisiting the amazing year that was uh, what the simple folk call 1974. Uh, Hell yeah. Actually, pretty much everybody calls it that. Pretty much. I think everybody. (laughs) There's a step towards universal harmony right there. There it is. I love it. And part of what helps maintain order and sanity is when we come to the end of the show and you say... That's history. This has been Birds of a Feather, History Strikes Back, on What the Flock Radio.